Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? to you live from central Wisconsin where I still have an article or two to move over <laughs> that I forgot about on my other phone. So yeah. Hey, how are you? Uh, good to see you guys out there today. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, lots of good stuff to get to today. Uh, some election results. Um, I definitely want to read uh, that, that article or op-ed by uh, Glenn Greenwald that we wanted to talk about yesterday with regards to Ben Rhodes's book. So we're going to get to that today. Um, lots of other interesting stuff. Talk about the Supreme Court a little bit. Pfizer's in the news, uh, as well as some other uh, vaccine stuff. Um, some interesting stuff from Delaware and Detroit and Pennsylvania. So lots of random kind of stuff to get to today. So we'll uh, let me pull up my last two articles here, and then we'll see. Nothing from SCOTUS yet, uh, but by the end of the month is probably when we're going to hear it. Um, that Supreme Court bill went through today. To, uh, to protect the uh, SCOTUSes. So they may have been waiting on that uh, for that to finally come through before they were going to finally, um, you know, <laughs> go anywhere with this. So we'll see. Um, but, um, yeah, that should be coming out soon. Uh, same with the um, uh, 2A case. Where's my – there it is. Uh, so that will be coming out pretty soon. And um, – yeah, the whole world will go on fire and all hell break loose and the rest and blah, blah, blah. All right, Iranian hackers, too. I wanted to get this one, too. This, I found this one to be interesting. Some some random interesting stuff out there today. Um, kind of happening all around the world. So we'll get to that in just a moment. Let me get this article up, and then we'll kick it off here. I forgot about it. I wanted to grab these, too. All right. What do you think of the, of the, um, of the new setup? I can't decide. Uh, but, uh, so let me know what you guys think. Everyone over there in the Fox Alert app is working their way in here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member about the Fox app and drop the link into your favorite social media. Say, Hey, come out hang out with a great family. There's always some great content going on over here every single day. Amy Joe God loves you is live right now for 12 and on just informed media, chill collections, Sloan TV, based Amy Patriot news and Patriot soapbox all live right now. And uh, a great uh, evening of programming uh, ahead of you guys as well. 
So uh, check out the Foxwoods.app when you guys get time, and check out the, all the great creators who have, you know, trying to break the mold of, of how news gets covered or how information gets talked about. So uh, it's a lot of fun to be part of the family over here. And then uh, the reason why I'm going to tell you about the Foxwoods.app is because if you want to help support streamers, that platform is the best way to do it. The vast majority of your money goes to the streamer, not to the platform. Unlike Twitch, unlike Rumble, uh, they take a lot of the money and uh, to, to the to the platform instead of to the streamer. Opposite on the Foxhole.app. So check it out when you guys get time. Thank you guys for all working your way in here. I'm glad you guys are here today. Check out uncensoredabe.com when you guys get time. The podcast is on Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Just search Uncensored Abe. It's pretty much on every single podcast you can find out there. I just added a couple smaller platforms that have been started to reach out to me because they've seen my growth recently in the podcast. Thank you guys for all the support uh, of the podcast. I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, tr- Telegram and True Social links are at the very top. You can watch the show directly from the website as well as find merchandise, the 2021 archive blog. If you're down and out, go back and read what happened in 2021. The news that didn't get talked about. It is very interesting to see what's happening in our world. And it's, it definitely has uh, an element of... Uh, of, uh, oh, I don't know, war in it, <laughs> I guess is the only way to say it. Watch us online every day, Monday through Friday, 5 Eastern, every day that counts. Weekends don't count. <laughs> Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, and Tiger Network, I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you all for being here today. Much love to you guys. The previous two shows are always up as well as uh, other stuff that you, live mobile events, things like that that you may have not seen before. I need to switch those up and get some other stuff up there. Uh, Cash App, PayPal, Patreon, and help buy me a coffee for some reason that picture will not show up it shows up in the in the program that i use to create the website it pops in just fine and then you load it and and it doesn't it doesn't do it but you can find the link still there i'll work on that some more tonight i got i I spent about an hour on it last night trying to get this freaking picture to show up and i at that point i got pissed and decided to change the studio around (laughs) so that was my night last night i appreciate you guys for being here and trying to get my uh, second camera working. That's not seeming to be working now either. My, my USB ports are all messed up. So hold, soon, soon when I get the, uh, a check from a um, build or whatever, I'm going to have to do some computer upgrades. So thanks for being here today, guys. Help me keep the lights on because I need your help, to be honest. I can't do this without you. The, the monthly bills definitely add up. I appreciate you guys being here every single day and helping to support any way you can. If, if you want to find another way to support, check out MyPillow.com backslash Abe. They have new stuff that is going to be coming here very soon. In fact, let me just go ahead and pull up. Uh, I got an email yesterday from my pillow uh, talking about new slippers that they're going to be. Um, they're not necessarily slippers; they're more kind of uh, um, what do you call them? I guess flip flops or whatever. You know, kind of uh, a, a different version of them. Um, and if my Proton Mail account will load, I will bring it up for you. Let's see. Here it is. Here. Let's see. What we have new slippers. I just want to update you all on our all-season slippers and also sandals. New all-season slipper sandal announcement. See attached photos. Uh, they're imported from Cambodia. 60-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warranty, and uh, the W indicates the size of the width, so you can get wide of them, too. Uh, full fur-lined slippers are, are not going to be discontinued. They'll have wide widths available this fall, uh, finished with high-quality leather suede made from U.S. cowhides. My, my slipper linings are soft and cozy, full fur. Uh, sizing recommendations on it as well. Um, you want to add a full half size to your normal shoe size. So if you normally wear a size 8, where uh, 
uh, or an eight and a half, you should wear a nine. So the fur fur line slippers come a little bit small. All season slippers available in regular and wide widths. Um, additional sizes and colors will be available soon. Pebble grain leather uppers and uh, breathable uh, soft jersey fabric linings. And then the sizing recommendations for those uh, all season uh, my pillow slippers. My slippers, you will want to go down. If your normal shoe size is a half size, for example, if you wear an eight and a half, choose eight. So just some heads up on that. And then these sandals I want to take a look at. Uh, My pillow, super soft foam and superior comfort. <laughs> Three-tier cushioning system reduces stress on your feet and joints. All-day comfort built with durable construction that will last molded and formed to cradle the, uh, the support the foot. Uh, easy to clean and care for. Great recovery foam uh, to support the foot after a long day and super fashionable. So check those out when you guys get time. New pi- new MyPillow uh, sandals are available. Uh, there's also the, the men's moccasins. Um, you can check those out when you guys get time. Here's a picture of the moccasins. And uh, let's see what else do we have here. Those as well. And... There are the uh, sandals, so check them out when you guys get time. MyPillow.com backslash Abe and uh, Super Blowout Sale on all their slippers right now, so you can get a great deal on all those. Check that out when you get time. Buy one, get one free. Uh, sheets, my pillows, go anywhere, my pillows, and towel sets. Everybody needs towels. And the reason why I have to kind of go into this a little bit is because I, I, I really appreciate my pillow uh, reaching out to me to to help support the show. The show. And so I want to spend the, the, the little bit of time every day showing you the website and showing their different deals they have. Check out mypillow.com backslash Abe when you guys get time. Help support the stream and you can get yourself a great discount and some great stuff as well. Check it out when you get time. Foxel. Uh, excuse me, Facebook, True Social, and Gabblings are at the very bottom as well as the email address and the P.O. Box if you want to send me something. I need to go check the P.O. Box. It's been a couple months. <laughs> I'll check that out when you guys get time or uh, later on tonight, maybe t- or tomorrow. So thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, let's see what you guys uh, think about the uh, the setup here. Here we go, indeed. Palladius first in the house. Thank you for being here, my friend. Knock my socks off. Willie, fix it. What's good? Thank you, thank you guys for being here, as, as always. Uh, RP4L, what's good? Hope, hope all is well. Uh, let's see. Prayers for Tracy PCB. She's down sick with the bug. Ah, I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Smee's in the house. What's good? I'm glad you're here, brother. Good hope all as well. Keep true. Got to finish my filter thong for all those taking out their ass. <laughs> Keep true. I love you. Much, much love. Thanks for being here. Um, let's see. Uh, is it N95 compliant? Yeah, right. Uh, Maxuno, what's good? Good to see you guys out there. I'd like to see the break on the side of your left shoulder. I'd like to see the break, the beak on the side of your left shoulder. Oh, I see what you're saying. Hmm. Well, I would have to slide everything. Let's see. How would I have to? Oh. Hmm. Let me see. Oh, yeah. There we go. Let me just go ahead and rip it apart. That'll, that'll fix everything. See if that's let's see if that's any better. A little bit. I'll have to fix it. I'll fix it tonight. Move it over a little bit more. But uh, all right, cool. See now it moves the. You can't see the letters though. Yeah. All right. It's gonna have to be what it is for now. All right. Uh, thank you for the feedback though. I haven't ordered my new slippers. So I get to replace uh, the cat puke to my other ones. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Uh, stupid cats. You can't have cats. That's all the, that's the answer to that problem. Just don't, don't have a cat. 
<laughs> That's what I think. Uh, what's good, Rumble, and all the lurkers out there? Thanks for being here uh, very, very much. I appreciate you guys. Chris, thank you for all the links and everything you do out there for, for us. I appreciate you guys very much. Ilda the Hun, hello. Good to see you out there. Hi, Chris, are you feeling any better? Uh, let's see. Marauders in the house. Good afternoon. Good to see you out there. Uh, uncensored. <laughs> hello, Abe of Uncensored Lindia. <laughs> what's good? Hope, hope, to, hope you guys are uh, having a great day today. Patriot Gal, what's good? Good to see you guys a bit. What about moving it up a bit? Um, yeah, that could be, that could maybe work too. Hmm. All right, let's see. Hawks, I thank you for the new follow yesterday over there on Twitch. Good to see you guys over there, uh, over here on Twitch. Hope all is well. Good to see you guys. Uh, comfortably numb. The Plora Laura's in the house, as always. Catbird girl, good to see you. Hope all is well. Uh, Jenny B's in the house. What's good, my friend? Hope all is well. Is with you as well. OG Mary's out there cooking. What's for dinner? Um, and it, yeah, you. Just, I can't. Why, why can't I just go see what this is? Uh, if you were to hang eight and a half, choose nine. Yes, indeed. Gotcha, gotcha. Thank you, OG Mary. Um, Patriot lady, trying to put on a heat pad on. Gotcha. Good to see you out there as well. Let's see who else is over here on Twitch. Uh, let's see. Yeah, go go bigger. Gotcha, gotcha. That was for the uh, sandals thing. The other that, that was that wasn't for the slippers. That was for the sandals. Um, Jane, good to see you. Hope all is well. Hey, what's up, Johnny B? All right. Um, so good to see you guys all out there lurking today, and all the lurkers on Tiger Network and uh, D Live because D Live is asshole. I see you guys hanging out over there. They they demonetized and dehumanized me because of too much truth. So, oh, well, so be it. All right, sounds good, Politius. Yeah, let me know what you guys think on what, what you think I should do on it. You know, the, the other option, too, is I could still... Uh, <laughs> GoPro just came on, so I got that going for me. Just just decided to start working now. Popcorn, thank you for the can. I appreciate that. Life of Brian, what's good, my friend? Hope all is well. Thank you for the uh, uh, shades as well. Appreciate you guys very much. All right. Uh, let's see here. Willie fix it in the house? Okay. What do we have going on today? We have election results. Start there. Um, we have MSNBC freaking out about the election results. <laughs> Figure that'll be fun. So we'll definitely have to watch some of that. Um, Where's my, why did my GoPro just magically just start working? What is, what is with this? Does it work over here now? No, not, no. Why would it want to work with, with OBS? That wouldn't, that wouldn't make any sense. It'll just turn on, but it won't work. Why won't you just work? Oh, well, so be it. All right, let's see here. Let's get started, huh? <clears throat> Center screen. Is the uh, size okay? What do you guys think about the sizing? Would you rather have these articles bigger and me smaller? I didn't know. I didn't know exactly how, what size to put it. So let me know what you think about that as well. If I should go smaller with the uh, camera. Retired SWAT officer outlines a school safety plan. OAN doing great work out there. Hey, who cares news? Thank you for the 145 gold pills. Eagle looks good. Got your name centered. That's the important thing. That's what I figured. Hey, Toria. What's good? Hope, hope, glad, hope all is well. Jeez, spit it out. 
I'm pretty much done with uh, the nicotine gum now, so I got that going for me. GoPro wanting you to jump up three times to around. <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. I think it's the cable. I think I think I need a different cable. Uh, all right, what do we have here? Thoughts on uh, screen sizes. Let me know what you think. Live election results, Maine, Nevada, North Dakota, South Carolina, and Texas. Hey, metaphor, no problem. God bless you. So let's see what we've got going on here. Another Tuesday, another set of primaries. This week, it's Maine, Nevada, North Dakota, South Carolina, and a special election in the U.S. District 34 in Texas that we'll want to keep an eye on. Nothing too crazy going on in Maine. Both the Democrat congressional races are non-contested, as is the Republican primary. Isn't that just great? Can't get people to run for office. <laughs> Put the eagle on your head. Uh, make a big move. <laughs> I'll have to get a, yeah, like a mask or whatever. Uh, let's see. Both of the Democratic congressional races in Maine are non-contested, as is the Republican primary for District 1. In House District 2, Republican uh, Bruce Poliquin and Elizabeth Caruso are facing off. In the gubernatorial primaries, Democrat Janet Mills is running unopposed, as is former Governor Republican Paula Page, who left office in 2019 due to Maine's non-consecutive term limits. See? See how that works? Now you can go do, you can be from Governor, now you can go run for office, and you can go back into your little swamp. I'm glad to hear that, Toria. Uh, Nevada. In in Nevada, there are three congressional districts at issue for Democrats. No race in the fourth. And four Republicans are all contested. The Senate race features five candidates for the Democrats, including incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto, and nine candidates for Republicans, for the Republicans, including State uh, Attorney General Adam Lexalt, who is backed by President Trump. Of note, both tickets feature none of these candidates as listed option. As a listed option, the same is true for gubernatorial primaries, where Democrat contenders include incumbent Steve Sisolak, while Republican face uh, Re- Republican race features 16 candidates, including Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo, who also has Trump's endorsement. I just want it labels off uh, who are the who are the people to look out for for the, in these quick, quick little sections here, and then it has the results after. So we'll get through them and see how it turned out. I haven't had a chance to look yet. Selected, not elected, indeed. Thank you for the shades, Tori. God bless you. North Dakota. For a at-large House seat in North Dakota, both the Democrat and the Republican candidates are running unopposed. The Republican, Kelly Armstrong, being an incumbent. Two Democrats are vying for the Senate seat in the primary, along with the incumbent Republican, John Hoven, who is being challenged by Riley Kuntz. In South Carolina, the Palmetto State, while there are seven congressional districts, the Democrats are holding primaries in only two of those, while the Republicans are holding them in four districts. Of note, Republican incumbents Tom Rice and Nancy Mace face off, who received uh, uh, Trump's endorsement, Nancy Mace. Pretty sure she won. State Representative Russell Fry and former Congressman Katie Arrington, respectively. Uh, and for the Senate seat, there are three Democrats contending, while the Republican side, Tim Scott, is running unopposed. Tim Scott's a great man. The governor's office, Joe Cunningham, um, no, not the red state senior editor, is back in the mix along with four other candidates, including Mia McLeod, who, interestingly enough, is endorsed by Cunningham's ex-wife. On the Republican side, uh, it's incumbent Henry McMaster, who faces a challenge from Harrison Musselwhite. Texas 34 is holding a special election with four candidates facing off, two Republicans and two Democrats. See below for the live results and stay tuned for red state. All right, so here's what we got. Main District 1, 38,000 votes all in. Sh- Shelly Pingree. 
Um, Maine House Republican District 1, Ed Thielander, 19,000 votes um, unopposed. Janet Mills, 64,000 votes unopposed. Maine Governor Republican Primary, Paula Page, got 53,000 votes. So that's pretty decent, but the Democrat uh, got 62,000 votes. So it's going to be a tight uh, race for governor in Maine. Nevada, uh, Dinah Titus won with 25,000 votes um, for District 1. Dist- uh, Nevada House Republican primary, Mark Robertson, 10,000 votes. He won with 30% of the vote. Um, Nevada U.S. Senate Democrat primary, Catherine Cortez Masto, of course, with a, with a sweeping 90% of the vote, of course, you know. That's how that works. Uh, none of the others got even close. And then Adam Lexhalt got 97,000. So 105, uh, let's see, 111, 116 total votes for uh, for Democrats. Republicans, uh, let's see here, about 160, 170, uh, 100, about 175,000 votes for Republicans in uh, in Nevada. So that's a good sign for the U.S. Senate in Nevada. Adam Lexalt with 56% of the vote, likely to be the next senator coming out of Nevada. For the governor primary, Steve Sisolak with 103,000 votes, 88% of the vote. And Joe Lombardo winning. That's awesome. Congratulations to Joe Lombardo. He got 67,000 votes, roughly 35, 36% of the vote. Uh, let's see, 67... Uh, 100, 150, 160, 170,000 Republican votes to about 104,000, 110, 115,000 Democrat votes. So Joe Lombardo, the badass extraordinaire, likely to be the next uh, Nevada governor. That is great news for Nevada. Joe Lombardo is a badass, and he's going to be the next governor of Nevada. How awesome is that? If you think you're showing articles, you are not. How about now? <laughs> what do you guys think about the sizes of it? Uh, Judy Ladybug, God bless you. Thank you for the cookie. And Victoria, again, thanks for the shades. I appreciate you guys very much. So looking good for Republicans in Nevada as far as the overall numbers. North Dakota, at-large Democrat primary at-large, uh, unopposed, 21,000. Mark uh, Hoogan. Uh, let's see, North Dakota, U.S. House Republican primary at large. Kelly Armstrong with almost 70,000 votes. Congratulations to her. She will likely be the next U.S. House Republican at large in uh, in North Dakota. So looking good there. Uh, the Senate primary, Katrina Christensen with uh, 17,000 votes versus... Uh, John Hoven had 60,000 votes. So likely the new, new next senator for North Dakota is going to be John Hoven. Looking good there, too, as well. <laughs> I, I got to remember to look over here every now and then, you know. <laughs> uh, South Carolina, South Kakalaki. Uh, South Carolina U.S. House Democrat Primary District 5, uh, Eva, Evangeline Hundley. Uh, with about 60% of the vote, 11,000 votes. And the uh, U.S. House Republican primary, Nancy Mace winning, and Katie Arrington put doing uh, doing very well. Congratulations to her for doing so well. That's a, that is a great showing. But Nancy Mace winning. Total Republican votes for, the, for this district, uh, 30, 60, 70, about 70,000 votes compared to 
20,000 for uh, Democrats. So looking strong for Nancy Mace to be the next U.S. House Republican primary uh, uh, member in, in South Carolina. Uh, U.S. Senate Democrat primary, uh, a very tight race between Catherine Fleming Bruce and Crystal Matthews. That is going to go to a runoff, a total of 50, 150, 160,000 votes for the U.S. Senate. And then for Republicans, uh, about 170, 180,000 votes. And Joe Cunningham get winning 102,000 votes. Congratulations to Joe Cunningham. Very likely to be the next governor of South Carolina Republican. That is great news. Oh, that he's a Democrat. Excuse me. Hold on. Let me. Let's see. U.S. Senate Democrat primary. U.S. governor. Okay, so there was no um, unopposed, obviously. So um, Tim Scott, duh. All right, so governor and then Republican governor uh, Henry McMaster uh, winning with 306,000 votes, a total of 370-ish thousand for Republicans versus nowhere near that for Democrats. Joe Cunningham not going to be the next governor. <laughs> of South Carolina, likely Henry McMaster will be. So there you go. There's that South Carolina. And then, of course, we have one of the most important races of the day, uh, Texas 34, where it has been Democrat for the past, what did it say, 11, 12 years, something like that. And it flipped to Republican as Mayora Flores winning with 14,780 and 50% of the vote. So congratulations to Mayora Flores. And MS DNC didn't really freaked out about twenty election specifically along to a story we've been talking about since the twenty twenty election specifically along the border the Rio Grande Valley South Texas we have seen county after county whether it's in this district or some of the districts to the west of it where voters have moved ten twenty thirty forty points away from the Democrats and toward the Republicans this district that Myra Flores won last night Barack Obama got more than sixty percent of the vote here when he last ran in twenty twelve Hillary Clinton won this district by 22 points. It's shifted that dramatically. Joe Biden carried it by four in 2020. And now in a special election, a Republican candidate has won it outright. We've seen shifts like this throughout South Texas. This, by the way, is the second most heavily Hispanic congressional district in the United States. We've talked about the potential shift among Hispanic voters. We certainly saw it in 2020. The question has been, would we see it in 2022? I think this result we got from Texas 34 last night definitely underscores the Hispanic vote could be up for grabs this fall in ways we haven't seen in a long time. It's like an 85-plus percent uh, Latino district, right, Steve? Yeah, I think it's the second uh, highest in the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how's that? Uh, How's that for rule of thirds, roughly? You like that better? (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. What do you think? How's that? So, yeah, a very heavily Democratic district, huh? Oh, man. Barack Obama won that district with 60% of the vote. And now it's going Republican. So keep doing what you're doing, Democrats. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Oh, man. There's your uh, election summary there, guys. Let me, uh, I got to fix this one now. Oh, that's not going to work. Yeah, go ahead and turn back on again. I don't know why my my USB crap is 
you know what I'm saying? I don't know why. I don't know why. All right, so then how you like that better too? Better? Okay. How about you guys? You thinking how about over there on uh on Rumble and uh D and uh Twitch? Are you guys like what do you think about the layout? I need some feedback from you guys. Ghost in the house, I got a ghost in the machine, indeed. You like that better, uh, Mojo? Texas is red bitches. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. You liking that better? All right, cool. All right, sounds good. I appreciate it. I appreciate the feedback. All right, um, I want to talk about Ben Rhodes' book and uh, Glenn Greenwald's Substack from ye- from yesterday. All right, appreciate the feedback, guys. Thank you. Um, because this this is going to be interesting going forward, I think, with regards to Ben Rhodes and however this stuff plays itself out. Um, before I do that, uh, did you guys watch Red Pill's interview with that guy? <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. I clipped part of it, and um, I want to I want to have you guys hear this. Whoops. All right, Red Pill did a great interview with Trump's close friend and lawyer. Um, come on, I just want to find the guy's name so I can get it right. Uh, Timkin, is it or where the hell? Tick Peter Tickton. Peter Tickton, here's the here's the full interview right here. Make sure you go watch this uh, later on tonight. <laughs> Don't do it right now. Go later later on tonight. But the reason why I thought that was inter- interesting is because they reached out to Red Pill because they wanted to send a specific message. And I seriously think you guys should listen closely to that whole interview twice, three times. I seriously think you should listen to this as often as possible because there's a bunch of nuggets that Zach was able to get out of Peter that were very, very interesting. Check this out. That are in there running our country. And, you know, for most people, it doesn't really make much of a difference because they're busy doing the things that they do all day. Mm-hmm. They're having, you know, the, the, the squabbles and their families and they're having life. But meanwhile, what they don't understand A stolen election, that means the people that are in the White House are criminals. Mm-hmm. Not only criminals, but criminals guilty of capital punishment crimes. And so, you know, what you've got, you heard that, you've right? got these people that a stolen election, that means the a stolen election, that means the people that are in the White House are criminals. Mm-hmm. Not only criminals, but criminals guilty of capital punishment crimes. And so, and so, the capital punishment crimes. This is going to get, this is going to get very interesting. <laughs> this is going to get very, very interesting. Do me a favor and, and tweet this or uh, retruth this. Please. And definitely, I, I'm going to go back and watch that again as well. The uh, yeah, you want us kit? You want to find? I have um, rep, I have the uh, link here. Let me see. Let me go to Zach's. 
Damn, that looks delicious, Zach. Don't have to wait too long in the queue today to get barbecue with Q alerts for lunch. Nice. Damn, that looks freaking delicious. Holy shit. Um, <clears throat> let me find Zach's red pill or uh, excuse me, rumble link. Uh, here it is. Here's uh, Zach's red pill news. Here we go. You can find it uh, right here. Is, is I'll give you the direct link for Rumble. There's I'm serious. You guys seriously need to watch this because, <clears throat> like I said again, Peter reached out to uh, to Red Pill to send us a specific message, and I think you know President Trump and his team are seeing a lot of black pillars. Thank you, Just Mojo. A lot of people, and myself included, just kind of being like, you know, it's it's been tough, right? It's been real tough, and it's it's hard to see how we can go through this for another what two years and and survive. It's very hard to see for a lot of people, and and some of the hints that Peter put out there are we're we're not going to have to wait that long. So it sounds like they're finally going to get these people in front of a courtroom and have uh, some judges take a look. So we'll see what happens. I mean, again, um, I think and I hope that military tr tribunals are the route that they go with a, a version of Nuremberg-style trials. That's what these people deserve. Let's be let's be completely honest. That's what these people deserve. They deserve Nuremberg public trials to be publicly shamed and then publicly executed for their crimes against humanity. That's what these people deserve. No problem, cat girl. And will they get it? Will it happen? I have a hard time in this environment of this legal system being like, oh, yeah. As we watch as Peter Navarro gets arrested, somehow these people are going to be held accountable, right? Um, and... But after listening to, to that, Peter is talking to us. He's talking to Anons. He's talking to Red Pill's audience of people who are just starting to really feel hopeless, you know? Rightfully so. Watching the events of that's happening to our country, watching our country go from extremely prosperous and doing extremely well along with the rest of the world with us to... You know, the disaster that it's falling to today as the Fed rakes, Fed hikes rates and, and the market's about to crash crazily. So we'll cover that here in the second half of, of the show. But um, so watch that. Please watch that. Please share it far and wide. Tell everybody to watch that. People need to start. We need to start having this discussion about the truth about what these people did. What they did is treasonous and punishable by death. That's what they did. That's that's the reality. That's the truth of the world that we live in today. What they did is treason. I have a hard time believing that they're, it's going to happen, but I highly recommend you listen to that. And more coming next week is what we are hearing from Peter. Uh, there'll be likely a, a lawsuit of some kind filed with um, similar to the one that uh, President Trump filed against Hillary Clinton that we read here on, on air, uh, where when you read stuff like those, you find some very interesting things come out in them uh, when a lawsuit is filed. So I think Peter's going to go that route 
And we're going to have some more interesting reading material probably early next week. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. All right. Ben Rhodes' uh, book proves Obama officials' lies and his own about Edward Snowden and Russia. Tech 264 Tickton said January 6th prisoners weigh heavily on President Trump's heart. I bet that does because it weighs heavy on mine too. It weighs heavy on all of ours. It, it is. Um, and I'm glad you said that, Tech 264. Thank you for reminding me of that because it. You know, we it could be it could easily be any one of us. It could have easily been easy one any one of us, and it still could be. That's where they want to take this. That's how far they're going to probably try to put fear into the hearts of people who tell the truth about what's happening in our world today. Unlike Ben Rhodes, who has a whole book of uh, of fabrication and lies that he put out there. I do have a buy me a coffee account. Uh, it is uncensored Abe. Uh, if um, um, if you can drop the link in there, please, Chris. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. Thank you very kindly. I appreciate you guys for being here today. That's all I really care about. I wonder if this goes hand in hand with Greg Phillips' big drop in July. Uh, I, you know, it seems right. We're we're laying the groundwork for for something big. It does definitely seem that way. And I'm, you know, I've always been optimistic. It's just it's hard to do a show every day and stay optimistic in this world that we live in. So, thank you guys for being with me. I, it is hard to overstate the sociopathy of U.S. national security officials, their casual willingness to blatantly lie about the gravest matters is limitless. Greg Greenwald, who I really respect his point of view as, as kind of just a centrist minded person, a common sense thinker. I uh, don't always agree with him on everything, but um, he was, don't forget, tied in deep with uh, the disclosures and saw what, what happens to people when they get, uh, when they expose things that shouldn't be put out there. So let's check this out from uh, Glenn Greenwald. Yeah, I can see it too, Johnny B. Ever since Edward Snowden received asylum from Russia in 2013, Obama officials have repeatedly maligned his motives and patriotism by citing his choice to take up residence there. It has long been clear that this narrative was a lie. Snowden, after meeting with journalists in Hong Kong, intended only to transit through Moscow and then to Havana on his way to seek asylum in Latin America. He was purposely prevented from leaving Russia, trapped in the Moscow airport by the very Obama officials who then cynically weaponized his presence there to imply he was a civil liberties hypocrite for choosing to live in such a repressive country or even worse, a Kremlin agent or spy. But now we have absolute definitive proof that Snowden never intended to stay in Russia, but was deliberately prevented from leaving by the same Obama officials who exploited the predicament in which they created. The proof was supplied unintentionally in a memoir of one of Obama's senior national security advisors, Ben Rose, who entitled The World As It Is, a memoir of the Barack Obama White House also known as Clown Show. It's hard to overstate how despite Dispositively, Rhodes' own book proves that Obama officials generally and Rhodes specifically blatantly lied and cavalierly, and cavalierly to the public about what happened, a level of sustained and conscious lying that can only be explained by sociopathy, indeed. The memoir of Rhodes, now appropriately in MSNBC, uh, 
contributor is an incredibly self-serving homage to himself that repeatedly attempts to demonstrate his own importance and accomplishments. The passage about Rhodes' con- conduct regarding Snowden is very much aligned with those goals. While repeatedly emphasizing how traumatic the Snowden revelations were for the Obama administrations, Rhodes boasts of the crucial role he played in preventing Snowden from leaving Russia as the NSA whistleblower was desperately attempting to do so, exactly the opposite of what people like Rhodes and Hillary Clinton were telling the public about Snowden. I got that Mike Moore up in me now. If that's, uh, if that's over, Mike, let me know, please. It is really beyond words how willing these people, how willing... These people are to lie. One chapter of Rhodes' book is devoted to the Obama administration efforts to normalize relations with Cuba. Rhodes explains that the deep distrust between the countries that had endured for decades began to subdue due to two events which he helped engineer. The first was the two countries' agreement to improve the prison conditions for two prisoners, an American prison by Cuba and the other a Cuban prison by the United States. The second, even more important signal sent by Cuba showing its genuine desire to improve relations was their capitulation to Rhodes' threats that they had better withdraw the permission they had granted Snowden to allow him to pass through Havana once he left the Moscow airport as planned on his way to Latin America where he intended to seek asylum. In other words, Rhodes, who has spent years insinuating that Snowden is a Russian spy and a traitor given his choice to flee to Russia, knew in real time that Snowden never planned to stay even one day in Russia. Had he flown to Moscow from Hong Kong with the intent to immediately fly from Moscow to Havana and then onto either Ecuador or Bolivia to obtain asylum. Prior to landing in Moscow, Snowden and his representatives had secured a commitment from the Cuban government to allow him safe passage through Havana on his way to South America. The only reason Snowden is in Russia is because of the actions of Rhodes and his fellow Obama officials to deliberately trap him there, first by invalidating his passport so that he could not board any international flights, and then by threatening the Cuban government that any chance for normalization with the United States would be permanently destroyed unless they withdrew their guarantee to Snowden of safe passes through Havana, which they then did. Here, Rhodes, in his own words, boasting about what he regards as his success. <laughs> I'm talking about old Bozo and my mic's getting too loud. <laughs> I got I'm right up in it now too, so I can I can pull back on it a little bit too. Uh so let me know. There was other uh okay, so this is from Rose Book. There was One other more important signal, around the time of our second meeting, Edward Snowden was stuck in the Moscow airport trying to find someone who would take him in. Reportedly, he wanted to go to Venezuela, transitioning through 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 Havana. But I knew that if the Cubans aided Snowden, any rapprochement between our countries would prove impossible. I pulled Alejandro Castro aside and said... I had a message that came from President Obama. I reminded him that the Cubans had said they wanted to give Obama political space so that he could take steps to improve relations. Quote, if you take in Snowden, I said, that political space will be gone. Unquote. I never spoke to the Cubans about this issue again. A few days later, back in Washington, I woke up to a news report. Former U.S. spy agency contractor Edward Snowden got stuck in the transit zone of the Moscow airport because Havana said it wouldn't let him fly from Russia to Cuba. 
Russian newspaper reported, it took, I took it as a message. The Cubans were serious about improving relations. Could this admission be any clearer? From the very beginning, Obama officials, including Rhodes, knew that Snowden had not traveled to Russia with the intention of staying there, but instead was, in Rhodes' own words, stuck in the Moscow airport and, quote, was trying to find someone who would take him in. Leave aside Rhodes' other lie that Snowden intended to go to Venezuela, the NSA whistleblower's plan to travel from Moscow through Havana to Bolivia or Ecuador, but Rhodes, knowing <clears throat> how Americans view Car- Caracas, purposely replaced Venezuela as the intended destination to further impugn Snowden's, Snowden's motives. Rhodes then tells us how proud he is of himself for having successfully bullied Cuba out of allowing Snowden to fly to Havana as he intended, thus, in Rhodes' own words, causing Snowden to get stuck in the transit zone of a Moscow airport. And yet, countless Obama officials, including most amazingly Rhodes himself, have spent years lying to the public by claiming exactly the opposite. Over and over, they impugned Snowden's patriotism and strongly implied he was a Russian spy as a tra- and a traitor as evidenced by his choice to go to Russia. But as but one example, listen to the player embedded below to hear what Rhodes told feather, uh, fellow former Obama official, uh, security official, Tommy Viator in February of 2017 on Viator's Pod Save America program, where Rhodes is also now a co-host. A full, uh, for a full hour, Rhodes impugned Snowden's patriotism and motives, repeatedly citing his choice to flee to Russia as his primary proof, along with the fact that Snowden went to meet with journalists in China, by which Rhodes means Hong Kong. And I, I think it, it just... It should not have been kind of put in the, in my view, in the bucket that it was, which is this guy is a whistleblower. Because mm-hmm. um, again, like a whistleblower doesn't conspicuously <laughs> pass through China to Russia, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, to, like there's, a, you know, and p- you know, reporters are always say, well, you know, are you telling me that you know that he was working for the Russians or what have you? I'm like, I- I'm not. I'm telling you what I see, which mm-hmm. is this guy went to China and Russia. The two most adversarial intelligence competitors of the United States. He could have gone to, you know, some very liberal European country that probably mm-hmm. would have taken him in, right? Like he, um, or he could have faced the music here. The choice of those destinations speaks volumes to me. Because again, like a whistleblower doesn't conspicuously pass through China and Russia. Does. Does lying get any more flagrant or deliberate than this? Rhodes knows for a certain, for certain that what he's saying here about Snowden is an absolute lie. He knows that Snowden did not choose Russia as his destination. He knows that Snowden did exactly what Rhodes said he should have done. Sought refuge in other countries. He knows that the only reason Snowden is in Russia is because Rhodes himself trapped him there by preventing him from leaving. We know that Rhodes knows all of this because he boasted about it all in his book, the above-quoted passage, and yet over and over, Rhodes told the public the exact opposite of what he knew to be the truth. As indicated, Rhodes was far from alone in knowingly disseminating this lie to the American public. In 2014, Hillary Clinton, in a Guardian interview, condemned Snowden by falsely claiming that he flew from Hong Kong to Russia with the intention of seeking asylum from Putin. Here is her lie. Case in public. Mr. Snowden took all this material. 
He fled to Hong Kong. He uh, spent time with the Russians and their consulate. Uh, then he went to Moscow seeking uh, the uh, protection of Vladimir Putin, uh, which is at the height of ironies given the surveillance state that Russia is. If he wishes to return home. Uh yeah. From the perspective of from the perspective of the 24-hour news cycle, this may not be the timeliest revelation, but it is only within the last several days that I read Rhodes' book and could barely believe how clearly he laid out his own lies and those of his Obama administration colleagues. This level of conscious lying, spending years implying that Snowden was a traitor or a Russian spy because he fled to Russia when you know that he wanted to leave and did everything possible to do so, but it was your actions that trapped him there against his wishes, required an unlimited willingness to lie the moment one's interests are served by doing so. We do not usually have a case where the evidence of lying is this conclusive, where it is offered by the liars in the first place, but this behavior is far from uncommon. This is what the national security state of the United States breeds, and it is vital always to remember that when listening to these people speak. Our request for roads for comments will, <laughs> will be added if he supplies one. Glenn Greenwald with a really good article today about Edward Snowden that I thought would be uh, worth your guys' time. Anybody wants that article, let me know. Cat Girl, thank you for the coffees. God bless you. Thank you. That is, you did not have to do that. God bless you. Thank you very much. That is very kind of you. I appreciate that very much. As far as uh, Snowden knows, he's committed treason. As far as Snowden, he committed treason. He should be hung, says Who Cares News. Um, from the perspective of Miss Uranium One, reset button. <laughs> <laughs> nice Judy. Oh man. What else do we have out here? Let's see Marauder. <clears throat> Wondering if uh that's why I'm oh, gotcha, just kind of hanging out, uh having a discussion. Nothing on the Supreme Court today. No, we'll probably get it uh, in the next week or two. I think they're waiting on that bill to um to pass to protect the Supreme Court justices, because yeah. That's what that's the world we that we live in these days. The, and the mainstream media are such snakes and decaggle. Thanks again for the coffees. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see, Patriot Lady. I'm not crazy, I promise, but to some degree, we all have to be ready for the worst. <laughs> I do not know where you live, but maybe it's worse there. Please stay strong, keep the faith. Indeed, Patriot Lady. I think there's gonna be some areas of the country that it's could be worse than others. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, there you go. All right. So good stuff from Glenn Greenwald out there today. Uh, let me keep it moving here today. Just kind of trying to check in with you guys and see what else is going on. Just reading a few of the comments and stuff. Toria says, be right back. Need to make a climate pickup. Gotcha. No problem. Coming up next, we got uh, some information about the Supreme court. I saw several people talking about something uh, around telegram and stuff. And this caught my eye, and I, I thought we, <laughs> I thought this would have been the, the important discussion, but it kind of missed uh, the news cycle. So I want to get this highlighted here real quick. I forgot to start Telegram. No one's even watching on Telegram anyway. It just kind of helps to announce it, but whatever. All right. Uh, Supreme Court rules against a man who sued Border Patrol agent for excessive force. This is a very important thing. Uh, you saw something today where the uh, Biden administration is going to start going after border agents and shit like that. And potentially, um, you know, start... Uh, to try to get them to stop doing their jobs, so to speak. Well, on June 9th, 
The Supreme Court ruled against a man who sued a Border Patrol agent for excessive force. Um, uh, the Supreme Court weighed in on uh, the federal law enforcement agents can be sued for excessive force. In a 6-3 decision on Wednesday, the court ruled against a man who had sued U.S. Customs and Border Protection agent for use of excessive force. Robert Bole, the owner of Bed and Breakfast Smugglers Inn in Blaine, Washington, said that a Border Patrol agent had pushed him to the ground in 2014. It said that he, at, after he reported the agent to his superiors, the agent reported him to the IRS. <laughs> the, inn, <laughs> the inn is right on the border of the United States and Canada, within five feet of the property of the Canadian land. Uh, Bull had helped the federal agents with capturing illegal border crossers in the past by agreeing to help the border crossers, but then later reporting them to federal agents. In 2014, Bull notified a Border Patrol agent, Eric Egbert, that a Turkish national had, had scheduled transportation to the Smuggler's Inn. When Egbert saw one of the Bull's vehicles returning to the inn, he suspected the Turkish national was a passenger and followed the vehicle to the inn. Bull claimed that he asked Egbert to leave, and when Egbert refused, Egbert became violent and threw Bull against the vehicle into the ground. Ebert then left after he checked the immigration paperwork for Bull's guests and found everything to be in order. The Turkish guest was unla would unlawfully enter Canada later that evening. Uh, Bull would later file a grievance, uh, so forth and so on. Border Patrol took no action against the agent, which prompted Bull to sue the agent, claiming the violation of the Fourth Amendment and the use of force in the First Amendment for retaliation. The district court ruled in favor of the agent, but the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of Bull which brought the case to the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas, uh, in his ruling, said, Congress is better positioned to create remedies in the border security context, and the government already has provided alternative rem remedies that protect plaintiffs, said Justice Thomas in the majority decision, weighing the costs and the benefits of new laws in this broad bread and butter of legislative committees. Neil Gorsuch said, it is no place in federal courts challenged with deciding cases and controversies under existing law. Sotomayor, of course, descended. Um, there was a, a constitutional accountability center. Li liberal group uh, was advocating, obviously, the Supreme Court for them to rule in favor of the, uh, to, to punish the, the agent. But the good news is, is this is going to be a big deal uh, going forward. Uh, this week, the court dropped a major decision in a case involving a pair of armed St. Louis lawyers who faced off with a mob of Black Lives Matter supporters in 2020 who broke into their locked, gated community. McCluskey's, uh, who armed with a handgun, faced off against Black Lives Matter support protesters, as you guys remember. The McCluskey's later stated they were afraid of their lives. Um, so forth, so on. Uh, the Supreme Court of Missouri in February agreed to suspend the licenses indefinitely, but stay the suspensions and place the two lawyers on a probation for a year. Uh, so the, the high, the, the high court of the land refused to hear the appeal from that. So, um, there you go. That's kind of an update from the court. Uh, the SCOTUS blog today had, do I have my SCOTUS blog up? I thought I put that up here. Yeah, I got it right here. Um, <clears throat> had some interesting stuff today with regards to no rulings with regards to guns or abortion, but uh, a lot of other rulings came through today that were pretty interesting and pretty important too as well. Uh, see what time is it? We're at the top of the hour here already, and I still got a lot to get to here. Um, I kind of want I, I want to spend a little bit of time on this if you guys don't mind. I wanted to see there was a a thread, the uh, Twitter thread, I think. 
that had the announcement of opinions. We live blogged them. Here they are here. So I wanted to see if there was anything interesting in these real quick. And while we get to the top of the hour here, hope all is well. Hey, Leah, good to see you guys out there. Much love. Thanks for hanging out today, guys. We live blogged as the court released opinions in Viking River Cruises. Yeah. Versus Moriana, Golan versus Sada, Yesleta del Sur Pueblo versus Texas, American Hospital Association versus Becerra. That was one of the ones that I wanted to see. And then George versus McDonough as well. All right, I want to go. Let's just check out the, how long is this thing? It's not that bad. T minus one minute. Let's see what they have for us today. Game time. 8,000 folks in the live blog right now. Here we go. Anything else having a plus June collapse automatically when refreshing the opinion page? Okay, guessing the number of decisions is boring. Let's go back to how many boxes there are. <laughs> uh, let's, let's see. Did anyone else <clears throat> see the court's overtime 19 opinions loaded on the Supreme Court's uh, opinion page last Monday? 24 cases remaining. I doubt we get any one, uh, I get any one opinion days on here on out. I doubt we get one opinion days from here on out. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I predict three cases. Okay. I, th- this this live blog is is interesting. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Does anyone think the January six hearings were canceled because they know Dobbs is today? Oh, so I see. This is just like a bunch of interesting like comments from people and stuff. Uh, let's see. Mark on Monday. I'm trying to f- find where they actually talk about the rulings. <laughs> uh, let's see if <laughs> let's see what we have here. Amy Howell has a quick article. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Justices are scheduled to release opinions again on Wednesday, June 15. Here are a brief of the 24 cases that have not. Okay, so Becerra's dispute about payments by Medicare to hospitals. Sean Joe, thanks. Um, uh, let's see. Becerra is a dispute about payments by Medicare to hospitals for some of the drugs that go to outpatients. The question before the justices is whether Medicare's interpretation of a 2003 law to reduce the reimbursement rates was entitled to Chevron defense, deference, excuse me, that is the principle that the court should normally defer to the federal agency's interpretation of an ambiguous statute that it administers. Interesting. That's probably what they will end up ruling. Um, Concepcion versus United States, Arizona versus uh, County of San Francisco. Whether a group of 13 states led by Arizona can intervene to defend a controversial Trump-era rule that expanded the definition of public charge with regards to immigration law. Um, Marietta Memorial Hospital versus Devada, Rune versus United States, Torres versus Texas Department of Public Safety, whether Congress has the power to authorize suit against states without their consent huh. under its constitutional war powers, whether Congress has the power to authorize suits against states without their consent under its constitutional war powers. That's interesting. Um, Biden versus Texas, whether the Department of Homeland Security must continue to enforce migrant protection protocols. All right. Um, let me find the cases, the five cases that were released. 
on today. No indictment, just blather like the impeachments. <laughs> All right. House um, approved Supreme Court security bill, sending it to Biden. Men accusing Kavanaugh plot, uh, Texas sister before surrender, and she may have saved uh, Justice Kavanaugh's life. The Supreme Court could foster a new kind of civil war. huh? After a harsh Supreme Court decision on immigrant rights, advocates and lawyers have two key, key questions. The untold story of Ginny Thomas. Uh, that's some of the articles that they have on there today. Um the morning read House Democrats to relent uh, to GOP demands to move Supreme Court security bill Barrett versus Gorsuch. When faith football teamed up, how overturning Roe could change the way Americans think about abortion. Court opts for uh, plain meaning and dispute over procedural rules for relief of erroneous judgments. I just, I just like going through SCOTUS blog every now and then. I haven't done it in a while. I'm so sorry if I'm being boring to you guys right now. Um, in an opinion that uh, shuns Chevron, the court rejects a Medicare cut for the hospital drugs. Hmm. Justice declined to reach merits of uh, conservative states attempt to revive public charge rule. The morning read. Justices broaden trial court's discretion in child custody disputes under Hague Convention. Hmm. Is this, are you guys getting bored of this? Should I move on? The Supreme Court on Wednesday threw out an effort by Arizona and 12 other states with Republican attorney generals to defend the contentious Trump-era immigration policy known as the public charge rule. In a brief, unsigned ruling, the justices dismissed the case as Improvidently granted an unusual procedural move that indicating that the court concluded it was wrong to have taken up the dispute in the first place. The Biden administration stopped enforcing the public charge rule in March of 2021 and the court's dismissal on Wednesday dealt a blow to conservative states attempts to revive the prop policy. Roberts penned a two and a half page opinion in which he suggested that procedural complications such as whether the states had the right to sue prevented the justices from reaching the merits on the case. So there you go. That is Arizona versus uh, city of San Francisco. Because the Biden administration decided to stop defending the rule, it dismissed a challenge to the rule that had been pending in the Supreme Court in 2021. It then rescinded the rule without seeking public comments on its decision to do so. The states went to the appeals court in the ninth circuit. It was not clear whether the oral argument, blah, blah, blah. I'm just scanning again. In February, the Biden administration formally proposed a replacement rule. The administration is reviewing public comments on that proposal. Blah. All right. So that's all we have in the Supreme court today. Uh, as soon as we hear more on any of the other ones, we'll make sure we get that stuff covered. Let me check in with you guys here in chat. See how you guys are doing as we line it up for the second hour here today, guys. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks to everyone over there on the foxhole.app for all the gold pills. I appreciate you guys very much. Sean, Sean, Joe, text two sixty four. Sean, Joe, Judy, the lady pug, Victoria, and who cares news and life of Brian with 1,645 gold pills today. Thank you guys very much for being here. I appreciate that very much. Everyone over there on rumble and, and, uh, and, uh, Twitch. How are you guys doing over there? You guys uh, hanging in there? Did I bore you to death with the Supreme Court stuff? <laughs> I usually do that at night when there's nothing else going on, not live. So sorry. <laughs> uh, you're, you're doing all right. Please tell uh, Leah hi for me. Chris, uh, Leah's, uh, Chris says hi. 
too hot to be outside for any length of time. Yeah, it is warm out there. I was out there earlier. I started. I started to fix my mower. It's it's all right. Okay, I appreciate that, cat girl. I don't. I don't want to lose people too much. I just sometimes I just like scanning Scotus blog and see what they have on there. Um, I broke my mower. Did I tell you guys out at the land? I hit a stump and uh, snapped the. It has a. Okay, so you pull the the start right, and it has a a breakable breakaway key that links the two together so that in case you do hit something like that, it breaks the key and um, instead of the mower, right? Okay. So I did a little bit of troubleshooting and research on it. Sure enough, pop that top off and there it is split right in half. I got my parts in today to get that mower fixed. So I started t- tearing it apart um, <clears throat> and it's going to, it's going to be a great mower when I get it done. I, I, I bought it for 20 bucks. I put about 40 bucks into it Um and then blew up the the uh, blade, so I'm gonna have to buy another blade. But in total, I'll probably have like a hundred bucks into it, and it's gonna be a great Toro mower that'll work forever. So, uh, so I'm working on rebuilding the mower. I started going out there doing that today. I got about halfway through it, got it cleaned up, you know, got it uh, everything torn apart. So I gotta just put it back together, and I just started pouring down with sweat. It just got humid as hell out there all at once. And there's actually a uh, Reed Timmer is actually in the uh in the area today in fact i wanted to go check in with him real quick <laughs> go go check in with uh reed timmer storm chasing live so we're going to do that here at the top of the hour and then i got about 10 more articles we got to get through today of interesting stuff that i think you need to hear so hopefully you guys will still hang out for the second half you're not bored good i appreciate that uh let's see what's going on over here on um on with with the uh the weather because we have right right now i am under a tornado watch um, so I'm hoping that I don't go flying away live on the air. <laughs> that would be, that would be preferable. Uh, here's what is going on right now. It is not looking good. This shit's coming here pretty quick. Uh, so hopefully I don't lose power. If I do lose power, we'll get to test the ba- battery backup system for the first time <laughs> and see if I can stay on air, um, while I lose power. So that'll be interesting. We can test that together. That'll be great. Won't it? <laughs> We're all going to freaking die today, live on the air. I can't freaking wait for it. It's 5 o'clock. It's still 90 degrees in the 101 index. Damn. So I'm going to go. Let's check in with Reed real quick. I want to see where he's at and see if he's seeing anything. Uh, not good out there. Three o'clock here and it's 81. Deplora Laura. Gotcha. I don't think I'm in Kansas anymore. I think we're all going to freaking die. <clears throat> Storm chaser Reed. Let's check in. Let's see what he's up to. Uh, of course I got to wait for, a, uh, an advertisement. I'll wait for an advertisement for him. Harp, oh man! Last last year we got blasted. Remember that shit? I I messed up my truck, the exhaust on my truck, the the ratio or whatever came through and knocked down like like I don't know thousands of trees in the area. Looks like we're getting ready to get blasted again. Come on, advertisements! Enough already. Here we go. Here's Reed. Here's Reed. uh, Timmer live right now. Storm chasing here in Wisconsin.
Sorry guys, we are babbling. Major data issues, but we're headed toward Watama right now. Headed toward Watana? Is that what he it's said? Where'd my where'd my map go? Between Watama and Green Bay at this time. But we are just gonna continue cruising off to the northeast along the differential heating boundary. Potential funnel near Schofield. Uh, I think I have my alerts on. Let me let me move out a little bit here and see a bigger picture of this. This is supposed to move from the north, going from the north, uh, from the southwest to the northeast, to shifting to the southeast. And so they think they're going to get some uh, some spinners when that shift happens. You can see the wind behind it is heading straight into uh, the, the southeast. Um, so when that shift happens, hopefully that storm moves past me because if it, that shift happens right as it's coming over the top of us, that's how that shift forms tornadoes. Having some major data issues even off to the east of I-39. We are right here between Coloma and West Thoma coming up with our game plan, allowing this storm to continue to mature. We also have this tornado warning down to the west of Madison. We may want to shift to Madison radar too. Tornado warning down to the west of Madison, he says. Is it Madison? Yeah. That's Milwaukee. That's Let me fix these layers. I got too much crap on here. More lightning. Warnings, outlooks, fronts. That'll work. Here, right here. Tornado warning right here, um, north of the Dells. I think that southern one might still probably look across. Tornado yeah, warning. This is as of 5.09 Central, so just issued two minutes ago. Tornado warning to our northern Marquette County in south-central Wisconsin. Um, severe storm capable of producing a tornado, quarter-sized hail. I should put my truck in the garage so my truck doesn't get smashed. Man, I should freaking go move my truck real quick, because if this shit hits, destroys my truck, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Uh, a tornado on the ground in Sauk, Wisconsin. It remains in effect till 530. It was issued at 447. Um, impact flying debris will be dangerous, caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Take cover now. Move to a basement or interior room in the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Hmm. Yeah, I'm home safe, but I live in a mobile home. <laughs> and there's a tornado warning for mobile homes. That's great. Um, so this stuff's headed right towards me. I can't wait for this to get here. Uh, severe thunderstorm warning until 6.15 for this county. So, so it looks like it's not going to be here until later tonight. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping this continues to go slow. Let's see. What's the timestamps on these? Here from Watama. I can't. I don't know where Watoma is. Watoma's up here somewhere. Like right in here somewhere. There's Wapaka. 
There's Watoma. So here's where Reed is right here. Uh, severe thunderstorm warning. Uh, radar indicates 60 mile an hour wind gusts. Precautionary preparedness action. Get to the lowest floor of your room. Tornado rainfall. Tornado watch remains in effect until 10 p.m. tonight. All right, so here is where Reed is right here. Uh, right in the center of the screen. So he's getting ready to get blasted by this stuff okay, here. Man. And it does look like there's radar some rotation in there. Rotation off to our south. It's moving northeast at 60 now. Jesus, it's rocking, man. That's the one off to our south, everybody. Westfield, Germania. Ooh, that is looking like a major wind <laughs> Mobile homeowner worries about a truck. Well, if I put my truck in the garage, then I can just go in, in the truck in the garage. You know what I'm saying? That's probably the safest place for me in this place. Because that truck is indestructible, pretty much. <laughs> I got time. I got plenty of time. Thank you for worrying about me. Don't worry about it. We'll be all right. We've had a, we had a storm like this last year that was just crazy, man. It knocked down like a thousand trees, thousands of trees in the area, literally. I just closed the radar again. I want to put it in the bathtub. I have skylights in both my bathtubs, so no. <laughs> the skylights in this place would be the first thing to go. How much time? Let me see how much time this is before this goes. This is. I can't see the timestamp on it. Dang it. Hmm. I got about an hour before that hits here. That's that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at about an hour. So we got time. All right. Um. There's your weather. There's your weatherman update for the day. Uh, don't worry about it. It'll, it'll be fine. I'll be. I'll be able. I'll be, it'll be fine. That thing's a piece of junk, dude. I mean, <laughs> it needs it it needs uh all new quarter panels, all new everything. It's it's a beat up it's a beater truck that this, you can't hurt it except for the windows, which would freaking suck. All right, stand by. Um, I'm gonna leave read up then for you guys. I'll go run and do it real quick. I'm gonna have to. I got the mower torn apart <clears throat> in the middle of the garage too, so. I'm going to have to... Where did Reed go? Did I put Reed away? Shit. I did. I'll put Reed back up for you guys uh, so you can watch him while I uh, go pull it in. I appreciate it. It'll be it'll be good because if then if something does happen, I can just literally go on my truck in the garage and it, I'll be fine in there if it starts, if we do get a warning. Um, let me get Reed back up here. <clears throat> getting ready to the pet taxis, getting ready to start loading my kitties. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm um, here going on severe. Tonight, I'll be eating a uh, here you're going on severe. Not sure yeah, I'll be on severe. I think it's yeah. this Saturday, isn't it? Shoot, my Wait, mouth's gotta, just he's supposed what to check sound? in with me. I'll be needing barbecue chips and energy. <clears throat> tell severe to, to reply to my email I sent him. <laughs> No problem, Jane. It'll be fine. <clears throat> we can go through the storm live. We can see if the see if the power goes out and see if my battery backup holds. That'll be interesting because I got everything on on battery. All right, so let's see. Timestamp starts four thirty. Right here is the is the beginning. So four thirty is here, here, 
It ends at 510. That's about a 40-minute path. So 40 minutes from here to here is about um, four, five, uh, 6 o'clock is when it'll be around this area here. About another 40 minutes. I got about another hour and a half before this hits, guys. It's moving pretty slow. So I got plenty of time um, before this hits. Uh, I'll just keep moving, guys. I appreciate the concern, but based on my, I do this, I do these uh, timestamp things all the time. I'm pretty good at it. So I'm, I got about an hour and a half before this thing hits here. So um, let's see. Let's check in with Reed here. He's got uh, no video. He's in the middle of frigging nowhere. So, <laughs> so all right, we'll keep uh, we'll keep an eye on the weather there. If you guys hear anything else about the. Uh, uh, warnings or anything like that, let us know. Uh, Mary, thank you for the cup of coffee. God bless you. Thank you very kindly. I appreciate that. And again, Cat Girl, thank you for the cup of coffee. Thank you guys very much. Um, looking forward to hanging out with Severe for sure. Uh, Tracy, how are you feeling today? You doing all right? If you lift off, stop by here and say hi. Will do. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I finally have all of my stuff together for all my streaming gear, my my studio, everything. And then they would, I would get hit by a freaking tornado and everything's gone and I'm back to nothing. That would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's the story of my life right there. Oh, man. Famous last words. Got plenty of time. <laughs> Move it, meathead. All right, all right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go do it real quick. Um, I, I turned read off again. Uh, just watch the radar here for me, real quick. I'll be right back. I'll give you some mind bender music to make it so it's not completely quiet. It'll just take me about two minutes to to move the truck in real quick. I appreciate you guys. Where did my mind there? Boom. <laughs> all right. It barely it doesn't fit in the garage. I had to take the the uh, <laughs> the hitch off. Uh, sent the message. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate that. All right, let me just take another look here. See how we're still looking. Yeah, it's it's moving pretty slow. But man, we're getting ready to get blasted here in Wisconsin. So, all right. Man, my 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 truck needs a bath too. That's that sucks. Now it's uh, gonna be in the garage for a bath. All right, let me keep it moving here. Thanks for being here today, guys. <sighs> All right, moving forward. Thanks for being here today, guys. All right, RSBM got banned off of Twitch today. Did you guys hear about this? Based on a review of your activity or content, we have issued community guidelines strike on your account. The live streaming platform notified RSBN on Tuesday via email. Thus, due to the severe nature of this violation or the fact that you have incurred multiple violations, your access to Twitch services is indefinitely restricted. Harmful misinformation actor Twitch provided no details to the alleged misinformation that had been spread out but defined uh, such conduct as repeatedly spreading misinformation that threatens the safety of our community, which can include uh, harmful health misinformation, civic misinformation, or misinformation promoting violent conspiracy networks such as QAnon. <laughs> violent conspiracy networks, you fucking idiots on Twitch, or it's not a violent conspiracy, you fucking morons. 
The live streaming service also noted that uh, the conduct in question had not occurred on its platform, but off of Twitch services. Twitch did not send any notices to RSBM prior to the ban. The suspension comes out at a time when increasing censorship of conservatives across big tech and social media platforms with Representative Majority Taylor Green recently introducing legislation to address the issue by abolishing Section 230. Ivermectin for the win. Indeed, Tracy. Good. I'm glad to hear that. God bless you. I'm glad you're feeling better. So no, I have never seen RSBN on Twitch. So, but yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't get it, dude. But they got suspended for for stuff that wasn't broadcast on Twitch. Wouldn't. So I'll look forward to uh, getting banned on Twitch soon. That'll be great. Then I'll lose another uh, revenue stream, and they'll just depersonalize everybody they can possibly find. You know what I'm saying? I don't like what you have to say, so you can't make any money doing it. That's why we're on buy me a coffee now. So screw you. Have a nice life. I'll always be streaming on the website. So bookmark the website, uncensoredave.com. You will be, you'll always be able to find the stream there. So that's going on today. Fucking unbelievable, right? Army forming the 11th Airborne Division amid focus on Arctic warfare. Uh, I think it was a uh, Sea Dragon sending me this one today via DM. The Army on Monday thought this was interesting, activated the new 11th Airborne Division in Alaska, a historic move that brings the service's 12,000 soldiers in the state under a single banner. The change will bring the service closer to the mission in Alaska of mastering the frigid and hospital Arctic terrain. Previously, two of its brigades brigades were loosely associated with the 25th Infantry Division, an element known for its specialty in jungle warfare. The new division has also folded in the U.S. Army Alaska which mostly served as a headquarters role in the region. Uh, the Army recipients uh, reorients after decades of counterterrorism operations back to conventional warfare. Uh, so there you go. <clears throat> they, they will be the experts for our Army, and we, will, uh, we like to see the best in the world operating in this environment. So the 11th Airborne will take center stage in that strategy as commanders re- in the region redefine doctrine to fit their troops with gear and they'll need to survive extreme temperatures. So, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting news as, um, you know, the, the, the specter of war in the future, you know. So there you go. Rumble, Cloud Hub, and Tiger Network, and Odyssey do not censor. There you go. Good point, Chris. Thank you for that. Wait, aren't we watching on Twitch right now? Yeah, so just getting ready. Make sure uh, you bookmark the website in case all of a sudden you can't find me anymore because I am waiting for that to happen. Another, I, I know for sure there's another edition of censor everybody who they don't like is coming. So stand by for that. Uh, Steve Bannon in the news today. I'm going to keep it moving pretty quick because we've only got a half hour left in the show. Still lots to get to. Steve Bannon in the news today um, having a press conference with regards to what his plans are for the future. I thought this was nice timing as well. Um, rolling this out uh, <laughs> the day after, uh, or, uh, you know, after um, Peter was on with Red Pill. I find that interesting. Check this out. Whoops. I'm going to have to boost this audio. Let me fix the audio on this real quick. Uh, probably way up. All right, here you go. Check this out. Hypocrisy and irony. 
the members of this committee to have referred Mr. Bannon for criminal prosecution for not complying with the subpoena when executive privilege was invoked, privilege that only the former president or the current president can invoke, Mr. Bannon's hands were tied. They referred him for criminal prosecution under those circumstances, and now they're trying to evade coming before the committee to testify themselves, relying on a speech and debate clause privilege themselves. There's a certain hypocrisy there. The information and the testimony the members of that committee in Congress hold belong to the American people. The American people deserve to hear that testimony. Again, last point I'd like to make. Think about the composition of the committee. It is a complete sham. The American people deserve to find out what happened on January 6th. If you're interested in finding out what happened, one of the last people that should be appointed to be the chairperson would be Chairman Thompson. He filed a lawsuit before becoming chairman in which he alleged what happened on January 6th. He alleged that former President Trump was responsible, and he alleged that he was personally injured by that. That's not the kind of uh, approach we can have for an investigative committee. Members Raskin and Schiff have written books that they're hawking now in which they make conclusions about what happened on January 6th. Again, clear conflicts of interest. If the American people want to know what happened, you don't uh, oppose a committee of people who have made prejudgments they've announced and who have a vested interest in ensuring that the committee comes out with the conclusions that uh, meet their prejudgments. Mr. Bannon. Okay, I, I just want to say I look forward to having Nancy Pelosi and little Jamie Raskin and Shifty Schiff in here at trial answering questions under my under the Mr. tough, tough thing about my uh, my uh, lawyers. Also, you saw last night in the Rio Grand Valley, this Democratic House is gone. They're going to get wiped out this November, and we're going to have a real investigation. The new House is going to have a real investigation. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Every involvement in the FBI, every involvement in every FBI asset, what happened to Ashley Babbitt, all of it. It's all going to come out. It's going to come out starting next uh, next January. Thank you. Mr. Bannon, why do you want to Got to have the trolls out there. So they're <laughs> pretty interesting by Bannon, right? Um, Bannon looks forward to having Nancy Pelosi, little Jamie Raskin, and Shifty Schiff in here on trial. Uh, you got to love it. <laughs> it's going to boomerang on them. You know it's going to. There's no way they can get away with this shit, dude. There's just no way. Not in this day and age. We have to wait till January. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's the that's the thing that uh, um, I think Cash's answer for that was Trump time. So when President Trump decides to let us in on the truth and thinks that the uh, that the American public is ready for it, uh, I think that's when it'll happen. And it, we may have to wait till after the midterms. I don't know. I I know this. Next week, there's going to be a lawsuit filed on President Trump's behalf, and we're going to read that on air here and see where that leads us. We may get a few clues in there on that front, and then um, if you, when you watch that interview with uh, with Peter Timken and uh, Red Pill seventy eight later tonight, make sure you watch that. Uh, listen to the part where he says, um, in about four to five weeks, he'll have something else as well. So we look figure. You know, by mid January, uh, by, by mid July, uh, we should get something else. So those are the only kind of time frames that we have a point of reference for. And if they're going to be going the legal route, <laughs> anticipate 
having to go through the uh, summer season with more Durham stuff coming uh, to keep us kind of um, laying the groundwork for that stuff. Um, and that's really where I think we'll have to have uh, the most interesting angle of where this will go, in my opinion. Um, um, but that's, you know, I, it's, I get it. I get it. I mean, trust me, I, I get, I get your guys' feelings as, as much as, as everybody, but we've tried to stay away from time frames in any kind of source. And so I'm going to stick with that. I, I don't think that we're ever going to be fully declassified about con- continuity of government or devolution. It's never a PED has never been declassified. So if, if we are living in a continuity of government versus shadow government war, which I believe we are living in right now, um, I don't know that the public's going to be told how deep it goes. I think we have to look for the clues with regards to, the legal system finally working itself out and Durham working itself out. And then once we take the house, once we win on a landslide, assuming they don't try to steal it again in, in, uh, in November, you know, then what, if they do steal it again, it's fucking going to be a disaster, but then the house can, can actually do some investigations and the Senate can actually do some investigations and impeachments can happen and things like that. Um, we could be going that route. I mean, you know, um, you have to you have to expose the Democrat Party for who they are, and you have to expose the rhinos for who they are too. And it, that's it. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. This is a multi generational fight, and we have to prepare yourself for that, and then allow the good news to happen as it happens. And yes, the extreme, uh, you know, ex- the extreme. Uh, misery of waiting for the legal system to freaking work itself out. I get it. I totally get it. It sucks, dude. But that's I just give you what I think, you know, and that's so who knows. But maybe we'll find something sooner. You know, we'll never know. Uh, we'll never know. Mary Margaret, Margaret Mary, thank you for buying me a cup of coffee for the three coffees. Um, I appreciate that very much. And as well as you, you, Kako, thank you guys for the support today. I appreciate that very much. Tornado warning right now popping up on my scanner uh, for Delaware and Clayton counties in... I'm assuming Delaware. I mean, uh, where else would there be a Delaware County? Uh, yeah, Delaware, Delaware County, Delaware. So that, yep. Okay. Thank you for that. So a, it's a very volatile air out there today. Uh, very volatile air out there. We are stronger than they think we are. I agree with you, Lady Cat. I think we can. We, I think we can get through this. I think we can get through this. But it's gonna take. It's gonna take until twenty twenty four to really get through it. I think maybe we'll be sooner. Maybe it'll be sooner. Maybe we can find a way to um, to solve it sooner. I hope so. I God, I hope so. Uh, yes, wife is at work, and I'm here. No pets. I don't have any pets yet. But uh, so far, so good. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for hanging out today. Uh, this article dropped on Daily Caller today. I found it to be interesting. Iranian hackers targeted four former U.S. ambassador and Israeli officials, as we know that they're still trying to get their uh, paybacks for uh, <laughs> for President Trump taking out Soleimani. Iranian hackers sent phishing emails or messages that appear legitimate but contain links or attachments that download uh, harmful code. A former U.S. ambassador to Israel, former high-level Israeli officials, academics, and a senior executive of the Israeli defense company 
According to Checkpoint, the malware used in the attack resembled the kind uh, a known Iranian hacking group, Phosphorus, utilized in previous attacks. The visible purpose of this operation appears to be aimed at gaining access to victims' inboxes, their personally identifiable information, and their identity documents, according to Checkpoint. So, um... (laughs) The news is fake. The war is real. This is an example of the war breaking, you know, getting out into the to, to reality. So um, here we go with that front, right? Vistoria says there is no timeline. The evil keeps popping its head more and more. Got to make sure we get them all. Uh, we need to be <laughs> that spiritual battle side of this is something that. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, let's see. Let's keep moving here today. What do I got left here? Several articles still. Flight grounded as European judges thwart a plan to send United Kingdom asylum seekers to Rwanda. I don't know if you saw this, uh, Denise, you out there today. Uh, S-hole, Fauci has COVID. Uh, he tested for COVID, but we know the tests are garbage, so it doesn't mean he necessarily has COVID. S-hole visited my brother in Wapaka in July 2021 at the veterans home there. Wisconsin doesn't play well, uh, with storms, most intense thunderstorms I've been in, sideways hail and lightning, stay safe. It, it does get serious storms here, especially the first one of the season. Uh, the first summer storm of the season is uh, is always a doozy because you break that air. You know, you you bring in that you break that cold, kind of drier air, and you bring in the the southern air, and it just all hell breaks freaking loose when it happens. So, it's going to be an interesting night here for sure. The first time. Seeing if uh, my system will stay alive if we lose power. We'll see. Um, so I, I don't know if you saw this, Denise, but a flight was grounded as European judges thwart the plan to send UK asylum seekers to Rwanda. Uh, an empty, empty plane returns to the hangar as European Court of Human Rights intervenes. So that, cha- that, that idea solution not happening, just so in case you didn't see that, figures. Uh, let's see here. Fed rake, as we talked a little bit about earlier, hikes uh, 75 basis points to say 75 or 50, maybe likely in July also as interest rates and inflation are trying to trying to stamp down inflation. But the problem is it's not it's not uh, organic inflation. It's invented inflation. And when you all you do is just throw fire to the to the. uh, these people have no clue about actual macroeconomic policy. I swear it drives me freaking nuts. They have no clue what the hell they're doing in the Fed. And the manipulation of our economy using the Fed is going to bite themselves in the ass one of these days. I can't wait for it to freaking happen. Not only is, is, it, is this rate hiking thing not going to help the situation here in America because these things are are created, uh, you know, log jams and things like that. It's not, it's not as if they can't be fixed by somebody who had a freaking brain in their head. That's all it takes to fix the economy. Stupid. No, we don't do that. And we don't, we don't use common sense. We don't, we don't use actual effective economic policy to run our country because that would make too much fucking sense in this world. Apparently. Oh, on top of that, the Atlanta Fed slashes Q quarter two GDP forecast to zero as step one of the recession has begun already. So get ready. 
because between this and where the market is looking, I don't know if you guys follow Robert Patrick Lewis's uh, 1A Petroleum fee, but he knows what the hell he's talking about with regards to markets. He's been calling it for a while. A major crash is coming. So heads up on that front. Uh, Pfizer admits fraud to the court. I don't know. Robert Barnes sometimes spins stuff. So let me just hear this in his own words. And I, I want to actually hear what he has to say. I represent. Yeah, that's going to be way too loud for you guys because I got it boosted. Three minutes of Robert Barnes on, um, I'm not sure what show he's on, but yeah, check this out. Uh, Brooke Jackson, who is a whistleblower who exposed that the Pfizer clinical trials were riddled not only with error, but with fraudulent and false certifications to the U.S. government. That's the allegation of the suit. Allegedly. Yes. The, uh, well, she's got a lot of evidence of it. But, the, uh, but what's fascinating is Pfizer has moved to dismiss the case. And their grounds to dismiss, as they repeated in the scheduling conference we had this week, is that it doesn't matter if they submitted fraudulent certifications to the government. It doesn't matter if they submitted false statements under penalty of perjury to the government. It doesn't matter if they lied about the safety and efficacy of these uh, drugs mislabeled, in my opinion, as vaccines. Because the government was in on it with them. The government knows what's going on, and the government still would have given them the check anyway. So is it really fraud if the government's their co-conspirator? That is, in essence, Pfizer's defense so far to the uh, to the case. So it'll be an interesting case. The judge said that we would be entitled to discovery about any issue related to the motion to dismiss. And so that that uh, covers some territory. That's an interesting thing. In, in Quebec, last time I checked, if you make a motion, anytime you file a new affidavit in support of a motion, you get to examine on the affidavit. So if they filed a motion to dismiss, basically saying, look, we're innocent, but even if we're guilty, they authorized to do it. They authorized us to do it. Do you not get to examine them on those new allegations, which were not part of the original proceeding and are new to the file? So you, that, that's you what the judge said. Judge said we're entitled to discovery on those issues, which they were going ballistic about. The, uh, they kept saying, oh, well, we've just moved to dismiss. A motion to dismiss is on the four corners of the pleadings. Not their motion to dismiss. Well, their motion to dismiss includes a bunch of extra extrinsic information, documentation, and testimony, which we're absolutely entitled to contest and dispute and to get discovery concerning. So the and the court recognized the same. Very uh, you know straightforward, old school judge. Um, so the uh, he was talking about when he first saw the you know some federal rules. He thought that they were communists back in the day, 30, 35 years ago. But he goes, they really work well, and it involves uh, you know disclosure and discovery in a timely, material way. So they'll be able to limit some discovery, but not as much as I think they wanted to. And it was a fascinating defense, fascinating defense to say, yeah, maybe we lied, but even if we did, it doesn't matter because some uh, high-ranking government people were in on the lie. Uh, that's, I don't think that's going to be a defense the court's ultimately going to buy, but will entitles us to discovery in the interim. So it's going to be Brooke Jackson's case marches onward. Uh, probably the biggest uh, whistleblower false claims act, maybe in the history of the United States. So I just want to make sure that you guys heard about this Pfizer whistleblower, Brooke Jackson, uh, that case is going to be going forward and they're going to get discovery in it. We're going to keep an eye on that. I'll let you guys know if I find any more on that. Help me find out uh, some, if you guys see anything on that, uh, get that, get that pushed out there so we can make sure we get that case out there. Pennsylvania state representatives working to impeach Philadelphia DA condemned underreported crime data. The, the headline is not necessarily about the underreported crime data. It's Pennsylvania state representatives working to impeach the Philadelphia DA. <laughs> Can I just hear more about that, please? Three Republican Pennsylvania lawmakers 
are working to impeach Philadelphia's literal uh, liberal district attorney over skyrocketing crime in the city, condemning a new report showing Philadelphia didn't fully report the crime data to the FBI for 2021. <laughs> Sir, have you seen these numbers? Yeah, just don't tell the FBI. They won't care. <laughs> this world, dude. This world is just... It's like we, it's like the children are in power and we have to live like adults in a child's world where when somebody gets their hand caught in a cookie jar, they just say, I, nah, I, nah, and, and that, that's the world we live in now. (sighs) Delaware court orders state to provide more details on Biden's Senate documents, this out there coming to us from conservative brief today, a Delaware superior court has ordered the university of Delaware to provide under oath additional information, justifying its decision to keep secret its deal to house and uh, to house and re- house and restrict access to the U S Senate records of president Joe Biden. The lawsuit filed by Judicial Watch, Government government Watchdog, and the Daily Caller News Foundation aims to have the university compelled to release papers from Biden's 30-year career in the Senate. Judicial Watch and the Daily Caller filed in a July 2020 Delaware Freedom of Information Act. Uh, They then appealed the, uh, the lower court ruling... And Superior Court Judge Mary M. Johnson ordered the university to provide more information. (laughs) Yeah, you you still got that popcorn ready, Lady Cat? Get some more ready. Because, again, while, while we watch as the liberal left expose themselves for the scum that they are, don't forget to uh, enjoy the, the the roses every now and then, because that's what we're going to do on this show every freaking day. Here's another enjoy the rose story. Southfield clerk will go on trial on six felony charges of falsifying absentee ballot records in 2018. The Michigan Attorney General's office said on Thursday, huh, suddenly the Michigan Attorney General's office is, is going after... People from 2018, no news on 2020 yet, but uh, I'll wait for that. But nonetheless, Hawkins could face uh, up to 48 years if convicted of six felonies, which include election law, falsifying returns and records, forgery of a public record, misconduct in office, and three counts of using a computer to commit crime involving falsifying returns and records, forgery of a public record, and misconduct in office. Huh. Interesting. Michigan Police uh, State, uh, State uh, Detective Sergeant Larissa LeMay filed an affidavit with the Oakland County Elections Director John Roselle first noticed that the files were altered. <laughs> we have the most secure elections ever. Like, you don't even have to worry about our elections because there's no problems with them ever. <sighs> Accessories to murder, Facebook, Google, and Twitter are all guilty. Edward Dowd, to ban someone that is trying to expose a fraud, that's killing people is insanity. Indeed, we are living with a bunch of insane psychos. 
DC Inquirer. Let's check in with some breaking stuff here today since I got everything wrapped up already already. Elon Musk signals his support for Ron DeSantis ahead of a major 2022 red wave as Elon Musk voted Republican for the first time in his life in that Texas uh, um, uh, yesterday. Refill time? Indeed. Willie, uh, Bill Cooper, good to see you out there. Anthony Fauci has COVID, or at least tested for COVID. Even though we know the tests don't actually test for COVID, they don't actually show you that you have COVID. They don't actually do anything except for cause panic. Big tech won't silence us. I hope not. Uh, the Washington Pundit, the amount of damage the Russia-Ukraine conflict has done to the globalist New World Order agenda cannot be overstated. The West thought they could keep any country... Putin told them not so fast. It's an interesting discussion. I like talking about it for sure. It's that angle is very interesting. Um, it's just, it seems to me that China and Russia are in on the, the communist agenda of the new world order, not necessarily fighting it. I, I it's, it's hard to, to decide. You know what I'm saying? It really is. Uh, clearly, these were Trump supporters crawling through the windows. Oh, some more video released uh, of January 6th. So a lot of stuff out there today. Ask yourself, is one reason why they won't let MTVG and Matt Gates and others in when they show up unannounced at a D.C. jail? Hmm. Because not everyone is supposed to be there. They won't let them in. Really? Wow. That's crazy. Uh, let's see what Brad's got going on there. Attempted a Reagan assassin, John Hinckley, fully released after 41 years. I wonder what he knows is that uh, probably he didn't actually kill or shoot Reagan. That would be my guess. No, actually, he did. <laughs> I forgot. He was, he was, uh, they got him that time. Never mind. I was thinking of uh, Kennedy. Who, who convened emergency committee on monkeypox? Oh, boy. <sighs> Unselect committee is doubling down on their claims that Representative Barry Loudermilk brought insurrectionists into the Capitol. Are you serious? That's so ridiculous, dude. It's <laughs> they don't care what the fucking truth is, dude. They just say whatever I the hell if they you're want. Interested in speaking with, uh, or if you have already spoken to Capitol Police, who at least in Loudermilk's telling and in their public statements appear to clear him of what he thinks he's accused of. No shit, Sherlock. Because, anyways, I'm not even gonna give that any more uh, discussion. Uh, from Becker News, the FDA panel ignored serious evidence of fraud in clinical trials uh, to uh, approve the jabs for very young children. The health agency is poised to authorize two to three shots plus boosters. Oh boy, doctors are sounding the alarm in a, in a letter to prestigious medical journal that uh, Bosch COVID-19 vaccine rollout is causing more Americans to lose trust in all vaccines. You think? Uh, let's see, Lara Logan, the war on our children, White House briefing, President Biden to sign historic executive order advancing LGBTQI equality during Pride Month. Yay. Okay, groomer, when you hear that the GOP has reached a bipartisan agreement with Democrats, prepare to be scammed by the Uniparty. <laughs> yes, indeed. Fear and loathing in Dane County. Republicans can gain total control of Wisconsin state government this fall. Here's what they plan to do if they come to power. Uh, nice. Nice. I'm going to save that one for later. Uh, Seth Keschel, on request, I show you motor voter and the automatic registration processes are used to corrupt voter rolls and poison the entire concept of vote by mail. The Oregon Motor Voter Act 
Stop the Trump upset in Beaver State. So Seth Kessler with some new interesting stuff out there. He's been doing great work still. Toby Keith reveals stomach cancer diagnosis, but vows to see fans again. I can't wait. Menacing Supreme Court justices is already a crime, but politicians who encourage intimidation have a way around that. <laughs> Indeed, they do. Vladimir Zelenko not doing well. Prayers up for Vladimir Zelenko. Indeed, Zelenko. Excuse me. Indeed, significant arrest. Tucson sector arrested Melvin Melendez Ramos in Nogales, Arizona, after he crossed the border illegally. See ya. Twenty year to uh, first degree child abuse and sentenced to prison for twenty years. Salvadorian, of course. Um. Anything else breaking out here in the news today? 300 migrants. Alrighty. Is it the same company from Quemado? Well, we we have a, some in Quemado, some property. In the Rio Grande area, so that's nice. They just keep pouring in. Nobody seems to care. Nobody does anything about it. That replacement theory does really seem real, doesn't it? Dang white people. We got to get rid of these white people. What's the easiest way to get rid of white people? That's just a conspiracy theory. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's no way they would want to get rid of white people. Like, uh, Anthony Fauci had tested for COVID. Yes. Ted Cruz, SEFBI, they were involved in January 6th. And they essentially say yes. Sidney Powell, frankspeech.com. So many lies in one week. How much time do I have? Eight minutes? Sidney Powell has a new one out there today. Um, President Trump dropping this out there last night, giving um, everyone a shout out, in my opinion. Uh, God bless him. Man, I cannot wait till he comes back. Uh, please let it be sooner than later. Technofog, fully vaxxed, Dr. Fauci, blah. Uh, federal court Biden administration cannot release illegal immigrants in the United States. Thousand mules still doing really well out there. If you haven't seen somebody who hasn't seen it, make sure you let them check that out. Uh, let's see here. Great. Uh, looks like the the storms are coming this way here pretty quick. Here, guys. Uh, that everyone in the store just got sent to the tornado shelter. That was, that was a text from my wife. Oh, boy. D.C. mayor orders altered U.S. flags raised for Flag Day. Yeah, freaking idiot. All right, that's all we got out there today. Let's go see what the weather looks like real quick. See if I'm getting ready to get blasted here or what. Thanks for hanging out with with us today. Yeah, Devolution 23 tonight. I'm definitely going to check that out for sure. See what he's got going on. And... We have a tornado warning for this area. Northeastern Washington at 549 Eastern, a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located near Fremont, nine miles south of Opaka. Radar indicated flying debris will be dangerous to those caught in the shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged and destroyed. This dangerous impact of this tornadic storm includes Macville, Greenville, Shyocton. So it's moving north of me. Nichols and Macville is all north of us, but it's right where my uh, wife's work is. Take cover now. Move to a basement. And that is why my wife just texted me that they are moving to a tornado shelter at their work. That's nice. That's great, isn't it? Man, look at that shit. 
Not good. Prayers up to everybody out there. Please, do me a favor. Say a prayer for everyone here in Wisconsin tonight and make sure that uh, no loss of life. There is a tornado ground in northeast of Madison right now. Um, this is uh, radar indicated flying debris. Prairie to Sac, Sauk City, Lake Wisconsin, Lodi and Poignant and headed towards uh, Merrimack, Harmony Grove, and O'Kee at 50 miles an hour. Uh, that is active right now. So say a prayer for everybody out there today, guys, and hopefully we will get through this today. Yeah, indeed. We, this, we get one of these every year. So, But now that I don't live in an apartment and I live in a mobile home, I'm a little more worried about the storm. <laughs> uh, thank God. They, yeah, they have a shelter. So, Bill Barr, I, I think we're going to find that uh, we've been betrayed by Bill Barr. I think there's a little more to the story with regards to Bill than meets the eye. I don't know. But it could be all just raising awareness at the same time. There's definitely that angle to it. Um, it could be just that he is trying to raise a stink about it. You know what I'm saying? That's very, very real part of what uh, of how President Trump and his team work. So that would not surprise me one bit. Man, see how these storms here are moving this way? Watch these pop up up here in the top left, and they move southeast while this is moving this way. This is a very dangerous situation up here today. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for the prayers. We will stay safe. I appreciate you very much. Uh, checking in with FCCED today to see if there's anything new over with these guys. They left off yesterday with the South Texas Mayor Rodrigo Lopez arrested. Nothing new over there today. Um, let's just check in with, with what's going on in the world. Pakistan's FIA seeks arrest of uh, Prime Minister uh, Shabazz and a son in a money laundering case. Court extends bail. That's going on in Pakistan. Paraguay anti-drug prosecutor killed in Colombia. <laughs> That's how that stuff works. Fiji court says the United States can seize a super yacht owned by a Russian guy. That's all from May. Nothing really new. Nothing really new over there. Let's check in with the Department of Justice today as we see if there's any justice being had out there. Shonjo, thank you for the cookie. He said, um, worst comes to worst, just click your heels together and say there's no place like home. <laughs> As I'm getting sent into the sky, that is what I will definitely do. Uh, it'll be fine, guys. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. June 15th, 2022, Department of Justice, North Carolina, nail salon owner, sentenced to 15 years in prison for compelling a victim's labor for almost two years. Huh. Justice Department resolves lawsuit against Jackson Township, New Jersey, for discriminatory ordinances to targeting Orthodox Jewish religious schools. Owner, manager, Key West labor staffing companies convicted of immigration fraud, money laundering, and tax crimes. <clears throat> Justice Department sues uh, American Health Foundation and its affiliates for, for providing grossly substandard nursing home services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More of that, please. Uh, Justice Department secures settlement in race discrimination suit against Groveport, Ohio Board. And then finally, uh, accused tops shooter charged with federal hate crimes and using a firearm to commit murder. And then Merrick, uh, Merrick Garland has a statement on World Elder Abuse Day. You mean like the nursing homes in here in Wisconsin, that type of abuse? Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Um, tomorrow, we'll be back here for another edition of Uncensored Abe at 5 Eastern. Also tomorrow, 
is Thursday, Red Pill 78, 1 Eastern, uh, 1 Eastern, noon Central, with seatbelt on my home. Oh, man. With Red Pill 78 tomorrow. So I'm really looking forward to that. As always, it's a busy, it's a long day, it's a grind, but I love Thursdays. Uh, and we'll have, we'll be back here tomorrow at five Eastern as well. So thank you guys for all this, all this, uh, um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is really, really dry and I'm just trying to make it through the rest of this. Thank you for all the support today, especially over there on rumble shithole. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. Thank you for the cup of coffee, all the cup of coffees from all the rest of you guys out there, Margaret, cat girl, and Ilda the Hun from yesterday, Danny Crab. Thank you guys very much for the cup of coffees. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for all your support. I can't do this without you guys. And thank you for being here with us as you guys are every day. We'll be back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Abe. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. See you guys back here tomorrow. Peace. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.